We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hot, steamy, sexy beast. Oh, yeah, this is Andrew Lowell. Woo! Sorry, I was rushed at that last segment. I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, no, I got to go. But I'm back. And we're about to talk about an incredible superfood. It is saffron. Get ready for it. Is that a protein shake? Is that an energy bar? No, it's Andrea's Superfood. As I mentioned, my foray into the investigation on saffron was a bit fortuitous. I just wanted to replicate a recipe I had at a grub-ass restaurant. And little did I know once I started investigating it, damn, I need to, I need to get up on this. I not only bought it, I used it last night. Um, I made my own kind of uh, water infusion with it. I put some on my face this morning after s- infusing some fractionated coconut oil with it. I use it as my moisturizer. Um, I'm probably going to start taking it daily. So let me tell you guys what it's good for. And uh, maybe you want to use it too. And if not, use it you know, medicinally or herbally. You can just pop it in some rice and get a little uh, punch out of your, 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 your color palette. All right. So let's get into Saffron. Now, the botanical name, because you know I love botany, I really do, is uh, Crocus sativus. Now, saffron, this is crazy to me too, belongs to the iris family. And irises, if anyone ever wants to send me flowers, are probably some of my favorites because of the beautiful lavender, deep purple color with that pop of yellow. I've always been fascinated by irises. I think they're so beautiful. And saffron belongs to the iris family and has a myriad of uses throughout the millennia. As far back as the writings of Galen and Hippocrates, saffron was mentioned as medical treatments for coughs, stomach problems, colds, uh, scarlet fever even, sleeping issues, heart problems, even passing a little gas. It was like, what do you need? Saffron. (laughs) It's kind of like a cure-all, right? Now, one of saffron's first uses was definitely dyeing textiles, fabrics, whatever, because a single tiny little strand uh, can color 10 gallons of water with a distinctive yellow hue. Now, the strands, the stigmas themselves from the flower are a bright, bold, beautiful, deep, blood-like red, but they come off uh, yellow. They remind me very much of iodine, not only in the way it kind of looks, but definitely the way it smells. You know how iodine is definitely red, but it leaves your skin stained yellow. Same thing going on with saffron. And I couldn't put my finger on it. When I opened the saffron spice that I bought at the store, I was like, oh, this tastes like a medicine cabinet. What is that? Then it dawned on me last night. Ah, it it smells like iodine and it also kind of tastes like iodine. So you don't want to use it too, too much. Um, So like I said, saffron is known for what it does typically to energize dishes with a pungent earthy essence. And they've been using it all over for centuries and they grow it all over too. But typically it's exported from Spain. Now, this is super duper expensive. As I mentioned, 22 bucks for 0.6 of an ounce. Why is it so expensive? I don't get it. Well, because the cultivation and harvest is still performed as it was done in ancient times by hand. Usually elderly village women are put upon this task to remove the tiny saffron threads from each flower. The threads are the stigmas, the things that bees land on to leave their pollen on for pollination. And it can take up to 4,500 of these flowers to make up one ounce 
of saffron spice. So you have to be uh, aware of pretenders. You know, people selling fake saffron. If you come across saffron and it's 50 cents for an ounce, it's probably not real. So let's talk about some of the health benefits. Now, um, there's a lot going on here. And if you look at an ounce of saffron, and let's kind of go by it that way so we can keep it kind of on the level as far as measurements go, the manganese content is ridiculous. 400% of the daily recommended value. Now, I know no one's going to be using a full ounce, but we're just kind of taking it ounce per ounce so we can, you know, logically wrap our minds around it. You know, I'm not very scientific or um, mathematically grounded. So if I'm like, if we take points of an ounce and divide it by 10%, I don't know that stuff. So an ounce works for me. <laughs> the next largest nutritional qualities are very quite impressive, including the manganese, which is through the roof, vitamin C, uh, magnesium, Iron, potassium, B6. Um, now, manganese, which is by far the largest um, kind of quantitative uh, phytochemical and mineral going on, helps regulate blood sugar, metabolize carbohydrates, and absorb calcium. It also helps form tissues, bones, our sex hormones. Um, it also has vitamin C, which is an infection fighter. Iron, which purif- purifies your blood. Um, B6, which helps form your red blood cells and assures nerve functions uh, as they should. Potassium helps balance the fluids and cells, which, if low, can cause really painful muscle cramps. So if you are you know, working out at the gym and you're experiencing cramps before, after, or during, you could have a low potassium level. So saffron contains so much. There's so much going on. And there are, in fact, hardcore scientific studies. There aren't a lot of scientific studies, but the scientific studies that have been done are at very high quality and no one can denounce them. You know, they're really high quality. So make sure you Google and do your own research. Scientists have also concluded that saffron is a uh, neuroprotector. So it protects the your neurons. That's amazing. That's your brain, kids. Um, So as I said, there are limited human studies on um, saffron, but they are good studies. They found that it can lessen depression. Um, They did trials against placebos and different uh, reference drugs, such as SSRIs like fluoxetine. And these studies showed that saffron at a recommended dose have antidepressant properties comparable to the reference drugs. That's nuts. These studies were conducted in Iran, which is where they produce 90 cent, uh, 90% of the world's saffron. And we should never discredit these results just because there aren't a lot because these were badass studies and tests. Um, the antidepressant properties are related to serotonin metabolism, which is, kind, is, which is why it helps with insomnia and helps you with overeating because um, reduced snacking and elevated move are the results of increased serotonin uh, in the body. And that leads to a lessening of sleep problems and overeating. And once you, people don't understand how important these neurotransmitters like uh, serotonin is to our complete well-being and health. And if we can kind of get the cortisol lowered, which studies show it does, lowers cortisol, um, increase our serotonin, not only are we going to be happier, we're going to be eating less, we're going to be sleeping longer. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. So using saffron in food can provide the same effects as supplementation since saffron supplements are dehydrated extracts of the spice. So you can just eat it. You can do like I did. Pop a few of the um, stems in some water and it comes up with this beautiful gold beer-like, minus the carbonation and alcohol, uh, tonic drink. Um, There's so many different ways to use it. You could just, you know, pop 
a couple stigmas in your mouth and chew on it. You can add some to your rice. There's no real wrong way to get down with the saffron except to take too much. We don't want to take too much. So definitely get online and figure out how much you want to take. So, but I can give you some guidelines that I found, but again, do your own research. For chronic supplementation, that means supplementation you're going to be doing ongoing, 15 milligrams of saffron twice a day. And this is the advised upper limit for constant supplementation. Preliminary evidence from testing uh, suggests that doubling this dose could have a toxic effect after eight weeks of continual use. So don't overdo it. This is a very strong herb. So a little goes a very long way. So, you know, don't toxify yourself. Um, But if you're going to do a single dose, let's say you have a bout of insomnia or you need um, a, a dose of some antidepressant, you know, You can take a single dose as high as 200 milligrams. That's amazing. I love that. And as I briefly mentioned, saffron can be supplemented by taking water extracts of the stigma or by using the dehydrated stigma itself. Um, Some people even saying using the petals of the flower can be effective. Um, Saffron can be taken twice a day in supplemental form or pop it in your meals as a spice. Doses above 1,200 milligrams can cause nausea and vomiting. So we definitely don't want that. But let's talk about what scientific studies have shown. Depression, 100%. 30% milligram of daily saffron supplementation, both petals and the stigma, appear to be effective in reducing depressive symptoms in people with major depressive disorders. That is amazing. That is research. You can Google it. I found it. I'm looking at the study right now, and it's making me happy. Um, appetite. This is a, a, important to a lot of listeners, including myself, because I feel like I don't have an off switch. High doses. 176.5 milligrams of saffron extract appear to be able to reduce snacking and increase self-reported satiety in otherwise healthy, overweight females. Not to be said it doesn't work for men, but they tested females. This is amazing. Cortisol. We know cortisol is a silent belly fat inducer. Are you stressed? Then you probably have spiked cortisol. I would say almost everyone that lives in society as we know it is spiked with stress. We just live in a world that is stressed. We wake up to a freaking alarm clock too early. We're dealing with people we don't like, you know, deadlines, this, that, and the other. The aroma of saffron has been noted to reduce cortisol concentrations to a mild degree in otherwise healthy people and occurred alongside a reduction in anxiety. Boom, baby. Reduced uh, stress and cortisol. That makes me happy. Food intake. Secondary to reducing snacking, saffron appears to reduce overall food intake. Boom, shaka, laka, baby. And finally, and there's so many more. Just Google it. Sexual function. Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. The first 30 days are free, so you have nothing to lose. See you there. Playboyradio.com. Join the movement. Follow us on Instagram at Playboy underscore radio.